Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. this let's do the social medias first and then we'll jump right uh, breaking news breaking news this just in uh, i hate to break into the show with this breaking news uh it would appear in all seriousness guys it would appear that uh right as we're going to um tape this episode today that the 60th anniversary marvel legends iron man has dropped repeat has dropped uh for pre-order on all of your favorite toy ordering sites so once again very important very staggering news at this point the marvel legends 60th anniversary uh iron man which is the um version one armor uh you know the steel armor that uh, has in fact uh dropped for sale and yes, it does come, we're learning now, it does come with only one set of additional hands. There's open hands and fist hands, and there's tiny boot blast effects for the boots underneath and a little smoke swirl that goes with that. That is all the accessories. You do not get an unmasked 
Tony Stark. The helmet's not removable. Um, we just want to break break uh, break this to you now. Is that um, a geek stuff exclusive? This is this is probably not exclusive at all, but still for our listeners, letting you know right now, this is important, groundbreaking, historical news. The Iron Man uh, version one armor, Marvel Legends 60th anniversary figure with limited accessories because why would we give you accessories and still charge you $28.99 for the figure? They ought to be ashamed of themselves. This is a shameful moment in American history. I want to make sure that we're fully reflecting on the absolute shame that a direct-to-market, widely released Marvel Legends action figure of Iron Man, Phase 1 Iron Man, Version 1 of the armor, Iron Man, is $28.99. So it's a sad day. It's a very sad day in America. And, uh, well, I, I can't I say quote, we didn't see I, this coming. I have a quote from Marvel Legends. They said, oh, you do? It, it's, a, it's a perfect figure. It's an excellent figure. Some would say it's the best figure ever. That's, well, that's, that's the quote. I was about to say, it's not like we couldn't see this coming. Uh, we have our panel uh, to discuss this right now, uh, our panel today includes West Coast Scott, producer of the award-winning uh, podcast, Geek Stuff TNG, also The Sandwich, uh, notable person in the geekosphere, the geek universe. And uh, I just want to uh, take a moment, if we could, and get get your feelings, guys, on this uh, this very sad, very uh historic i think we'll focus on the historic nature of the news a direct uh direct sales uh which means going to all of the locations that you know uh your online sellers your big box stores 28.99 for a marvel legends iron man uh phase one type one version one armor uh no accessories really one pair of hands and some tiny blast effects not blast effects but like rocket boot effects no unmasked head the helmet is not removable 28.99 your thoughts so i'd just like to say you know it's a shame that we're going into such a wonderful you know celebration you know it's an anniversary figure we're supposed to be celebrating things to not be celebrating properly. You know, when you get this wonderful figure and a lot of people were looking forward to it and you're charging $20.99 and you're not giving the customization that we've come to know and love when it comes to Marvel Legends, it's a real shame from what the product used to be back in the day to where it is now. You know, you have to think about, you know, are we making history in the right way? Is this how we want to be thought of going forward with with this product and you know it's it's a shame that hasbro went forward with this you know i'd love to see how it develops in the going uh you know going forward but you know we heard whispers about this before so it's a shame to see it come to fruition i want to say this the fact that he's only got the one head and there's no unmasked version then that's just the benefit for the buyer it can be anybody you want inside that suit it could be your 
Robert Downey Jr. version of Tony Stark. It could be the animated version, the cartoon version. In your head, it could be anyone you want, and that is the beauty of only having the masked version. It's Tom uh, I, I would tend to I would tend to disagree with that. This is clearly uh, the comic. Uh, this this version of the armor is clearly comic based. So what you'd be looking for under there is a comic head Tony Stark. The as we all know, as everyone knows, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Iron Man uh, version one armor, uh, of course, has already come out. It's been out for quite a long time. And uh, I believe it did come with a Robert Downey head or the helmet was removable or something. So, yeah, I just want to say, just want to say that. And with that, folks, we'll bring this episode of Geeks FTNG episode. Breaking, breaking news. <laughs> now, let's do, let's do now, the, you and know. Now, and now back to our regular program. Okay. Um Let's start that out with uh, the social medias. If you want to follow more of these stories as they develop, be sure and check out Geek Stuff TNG on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can also contact us at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. And then be sure that you're supporting the show over on Patreon, where you can interact with the show. Uh, for just a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server. Lots of action going on over there. Um, got some shout-outs to Vicious Smith later. Uh, and then uh, for $3 a month, it's the early bird special. So as soon as we are done with the show, then we will uh, get it out there. Typically, we record on Friday nights, so you'll get the show sometime over the weekend. And then the show, new shows are out every Monday. And then for five dollars a month you get uh the bonus round which is episodes of big kev's geek stuff the vintage episodes we just passed episode 100 there so if you want to follow along with the deep and rich history of the geek stuff program uh you can do that at the five dollar level over at the the patreon and then for ten dollars what happened month, to the sandwich shop do we just not do that anymore we're talking about <laughs> sandwich the comment? sandwich shop oh sandwich has been busy sandwich got to get back on that the fire marshal shut me down people like the shop fire marshal shut me down while that is in itself hysterical you need to do a sandwich shop sir okay you have a whole list you could do one I know I'll get to it just saying. I mean, any ideas on what, what you want the next one to be, Sandwich? I know what I'll do. What, what do you what think I you're going to do? do? It'll be a surprise for everyone, including you. Will it be Shogun? Shogun. I don't have anywhere to play it. I'm not, I'm not digging up my Xbox. You better take care of that DVD, motherfucker. It's right here next to me. He's got it's a right drink here. sitting on it. He's using it as a coaster. Yeah, I can't even get that shit on YouTube anymore. You better be careful with that thing. He's got his it's Hulk, fine. His giant Hulk oh, shit. tumbler sitting on top of it as a coaster. Yeah. You didn't hear that drop Hysterical. Right? Hysterical. Both you of you are real cloud on the ground, right? Yeah. Good. Both, yeah, it's funny. It's real funny. Hey, and a, and a funny side note, uh, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners. I, I don't remember his name at the moment. And as we know, if you watch this program, every single piece of technology I own is being used to bring this program to you right now. 
but he he wrote in to let us know. We we should address this. We've had some website issues. So we think those issues are solved now. And we're going to be uh, uh, backlogging and getting some of the more recent episodes up there. West Coast Scott promises me that this is going to occur. And um, but somebody wrote in to let us know about that. But then they also wanted to know if we still had copies of the Flash Gordon commentary. Do we? And the answer, of course, is yes, of course we do. But I got to send sandwich deep, deep, deep in the archives in order to fetch one of those out for that listener. You know what I think you should do next New York Comic Con? Let's resurrect that and get a commentary signed by Sam Jones. He's usually at New York Comic Con, right? What do you mean? They're all signed. The, they're oh, they're all, signed. all already signed. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they're all signed by Sam Jones and Melody Anderson. Oh, okay. And numbered as well. So I don't know. We're, yeah, I don't know. We should. I, we don't have many. We have a handful. What did you say about a handful? Yeah, uh, sandwich maybe 10, 15? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. all. They're in the con box. I mean, I know what I'm. Ninety-nine percent sure that's where they are. But yeah, I just thought that was. I thought it was really awesome. Yeah, and I want to get it to them. And I have to look up how much we charge for those because I forgot. Yeah. I don't even remember who was president when we did that. Just Maybe Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Um, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe we can Obama. bring that back for a nice uh, a nice prize or something down the road. Or maybe as we get to episode 800, we'll make a big deal out of out of that. That's a, that, that's a highlight. 800's around the corner. Oh, what, what happened? Is, did he faint at the thought of 800? Oh, there he is. I closed my door. My dog walked out so oh that dog all i heard is it blows my dog <laughs> dog uh, which i was like well, what is what is happening you my friend need headphones because you have had strange hearing these past two weeks all right i don't know yeah, what's going me. on scott didn't hear that and you've been hearing some strange things these past two weeks so okay. i'm just concerned right. about my friend okay. you know maybe if you installed headphones and you used them you'd hear things better you know, it's gotta be something in, gotta be something in geek culture we could be talking about. No, you know, in the industry we call them cans. You know, I mean that's that's just one of the things that we call headphones. You know, when we're yeah working in the, in a the lot industry, of, there are a lot of things that are called cans. <laughs> I like. Cans. Oh, it's a comedy show. It's good. Um, all right, let's finish up the social medias. Did I say for ten dollars? Or will be canceled. Yeah. Did I say for ten dollars? Canceled. Uh, I'll stop. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll oh, stop. I'm going to go right Sam, into the cancel saying, corner. Please, please go ahead. No, I'm going to go right into this the one? cancel corner with your incredible production. Here it is. Cancel corner. Geek stuff. TNG. Wow. That See, is. But that but probably funny. took you in the what? In the tens of seconds. Yeah, I spent, I spent maybe 15 <laughs> minutes making that. See, the great thing is for the listeners, you get the full production. We don't hear the under music. We just wait. There's a music. Couple seconds. Wait. There's, there's music. I've never heard the music. I promise there's you, there's music. music. And then, and then it's Scott. All so Scott we get two seconds corner. of silence. TNG. Then, That's exactly. all I hear is cancel corner TNG. All right, That's all I hear. Be really quiet. I'm gonna turn it up real loud. See if you hear anything. All right. Hold on. All right. Cancel corner. Geek stuff. TNG. Nope. No, nope. it got louder. No, nope. cancel weird. corner, geek stuff, TNG. All right, all right. Who's getting canceled this week? Uh, it's it's the cancel. Oh, Kang, Kang this week. right? Yeah. 
That's the name of the episode, The Cancel of Kang. Aw. Uh, yes. Episode 719. 15. Is that right? 15. <laughs> the Cancel of Kang. I mean, Maybe. This is, I, I mean. I think, I think we should call it The Cancel of Kang, dot, dot, dot. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't cancel a guy, like, right out like that. I mean, you can. No, well, they, they've, listen, done, they've almost done it already. Now, listen, Jeremy Renner had very similar things said about him, and he did not get canceled. Yeah, I feel like that just kind of before we get into uh, Jonathan Majors, I remember a bunch of bad stuff came out about Jeremy Renner, and then it just kind of went away. Was it disproved, or people just didn't talk about? Yeah, it? I believe he was found. I think he was cleared of those issues, and that was the end of it. Hmm. And the very same thing could happen to Jonathan Majors. I mean, yeah, so, I, I would certainly hope so because there's a lot of the uh, next couple phases of MCU pinned upon uh, Mr. Majors, and I really like well, his acting. I like him, so I'm I do too. That some of these, but are if ever, false. if ever there was a, a a character or an actor that could be replaced, it's Kang. You know, I mean, they killed Kang the Conqueror. Oh. Is that a spoiler? They killed Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3. Did presumably. They? Presumably, okay. So, if that's the case, you know, at the end of the movie, they showed the other Kangs and everything. It's it's so easy, I think, for them to say, okay, well, actually, it's not any of those. It's this other guy. You know, all the Lokis don't look the same, so why do all the Kangs have to be the same? Right, they've established that. So that it's Peter, easy for them. Three different versions. It's of easy Peter for them to make one of the other ones the conqueror. Yeah. The true conqueror, anyway, or however this is going to play out, uh, I have no idea. But the the point I'm making is that it's all hope is not lost because if Jonathan Majors gets canceled, that's just not realistic. Not with this character, anyway. You know, like if if Harrison Ford had gotten canceled, you know, during Empire Strikes Back or whatever, and they had to replace him and no Indiana Jones and so on and so, I mean, you know that that's like a guy you 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 a character you would be not only hesitant but uh, also probably very tough to recast and try to get buy in from fans. But Jonathan Majors, I mean, other than Ant-Man and the Loki show, we haven't seen very much of him. And the nature of the character means that he can be replaced if he needs to be. And I'm not saying he needs to be. I'm not the judge, the jury, or the cancel-cutioner of of this situation. All I'm saying is... What's that? Cancelationer.com? Cancelcutioner.com. Yeah, we have to get that. Cancelcutioner.com, yeah. Um, I, I all I'm saying is that you know, if it had to happen, this is probably the easiest guy to do so. Character, it's the easiest character to do so. You know, you'd have a harder problem canceling Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, or uh, you know, and in any of the other ones, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Well, but I, Kang I mean, is easy. So the, the article says, this is an article from Vox. Um, 
He was arrested Saturday in Manhattan on misdemeanor charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment in a domestic dispute with his girlfriend. Uh, and the charges came as a deep shock to fans um, because his, you know, his persona is certainly uh, soft-spoken. Um, but so this is, you know, in reading the article, there was a, a, tw- a since-deleted tweet uh, from a director that said, uh, I, I thought was interesting, Here's, so here's a, let's see, back in February, uh, director's assistant A.B. Allen tweeted, there is a particular actor relatively new to the scene who Twitter has violently fallen head over heels for, who in actuality is a vicious, cruel, abusive human being, both professionally and in his personal life, and every new viral tweet that comes out about him drives me insane. And uh, so that's allegedly about Jonathan Majors from months ago. So, Who is the director? Uh, director's assistant, and the name is A.B. Allen. Oh, so we don't know who the assistant was. No, no, A.B. Allen, is, that's, he's, that's the director. No, no, I mean, we, what was the assistant director of? Oh, I don't know. That's what I mean. Creed? No, I think it's long before that. Ant-Man? And, and he, but he has, he has come forward and said that it, it was about... Uh, Jonathan Majors, clarifying that he knows him to be emotionally violent, professionally abusive, um, but not physically violent. So, Well, there you go. So the guy's a jerk. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately. So so we'll see what happens uh, if, uh, if Kang is, in fact, if it is the Council of Kang and they'll have to recast or what they will do. Um, you know, there's certainly a lot of questions. It's, it's very early on. Uh, we'll see. In a, in a real twist... Uh, they actually recast Kang the Conqueror uh, uh, with Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> which really just throws everybody off. In that universe, Loki became Kang. Could totally happen. It's totally legit. Is that- That's so- the whole ease of that situation, at least for Marvel, is that they can easily recast him. They could easily change up that character, and nobody would bat an eye. Is that how the story of Kang works? Is that different people become Kang? It's not always the same, from a DNA standpoint, the same person? I don't. I have no idea, but what does it matter? What is established in the books does not dictate what is established in the film. Yeah, that's true. So, real quick, I looked up this uh, A.B. Allen person on the IMDb's. Um... I only see him on four projects. I don't see him with Jonathan Majors. So I don't know where he's getting this stuff from. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying anything. I'm just pointing out the fact I don't see him working with him. So I don't know if it's just like something he picked up somewhere along the industry that maybe Jonathan Majors is a, you know, a garbage person apparently. Or or maybe it's something not on IMDb or who knows. Yeah. Hey, you know who? Remember who else is in the cancel corner with uh, Jonathan Majors, Mr. Vince McMahon? Uh, he paid a WWE seventeen point four million dollars for costs tied to his misconduct investigation. Just want to throw he that paid WWE who? I don't know. It just says he paid WWE seventeen point four million dollars. He paid oh, his own company. WWE paid oh, back his own reimbursement company. for costs from him. That's okay money. because he's a so, certified so, yeah. billionaire. We we were talking. I don't know. You know, it's it's a lot in the news. You know, older guy, a lot of money. What's the hush money? 
you know, but we don't want to get too political, you know, but Vince McMahon, it's a very polarizing character. You know, he had, he was a heel for a long time, you know, and he represents a lot of, you know, the authority and stuff like that. So sorry, I can't do the bit anymore. Anyways, <laughs> what authority? Vince- Oh, that's that. The authority is um, they're, they're like the bad guys in WWE. It's like, oh, you work for the company, the authority, the man. You know, rich old white guy who pays off girls. Well, <laughs> he's just off the radar now. So there you go. Who did he pay off? Do we know which of the divas that he paid off? I don't know if this says yeah. Do 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 do. I'm looking at the article. I don't think it's known like what it, who and what Somebody it was knows. for. I mean, yeah, the people involved know, but we'll never know. I think Google Vince McMahon pays off diva. I don't think he paid off a diva. I think it was like just some person. I mean, for to it's just to former be, employees to be quiet about abuse, right? Yeah. On the board investigation, we examine claims of misconduct by McMahon as well as payment made to former employees. So we don't know if that means wrestlers or if that means like just people who worked at the company, not in the wrestling sense. Um, and then he had retired, and then he came back, I guess, and now he's just all right. I'm back with money, so love me, please. I wonder if one of them was Molly Holly. Do you like Molly Holly? I mean, back then. She was cute. And what's her name? Trish Stratus. I bet that was one of them. Oh, for sure. I'd believe that. <laughs> In China. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Moving away from wrestling. Uh, I, I mean, huh? you're, you're a big wrestling fan, though, aren't you? Aren't you on the sandwich? I'm not. I, was, I just stopped watching it, like, in 1984, maybe. I mean, you know, last, the last oh, wow. time I watched it, it was Hulk Hogan versus Andre, the, you know, like, WWE, WrestleMania 3, I think. I'm just, yeah. like, not ah. into it. Yeah, they're setting up the next WrestleMania soon. I forget what number it is. It's got to be 40-something, I guess, at this point. It's like Roman Reigns and, like, some, like, is that Cody? Cody Rhodes. Rhodes? Son of Dusty Rhodes. Brother of Goldust. Yes, who is still in AEW, I believe. Which is that other... Uh, it's that program. time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's d and Fighting with the legends of yore. It's d and Now you do hear that music, right? You get that production comes in? Some of it. <laughs> yeah, get a lot it. of it. I think that's on your end. You guys need better headphones. Uh, I believe there was a couple of things about the D&D movie. And again, I'm, I'm fudging it and using the D&D intro to do the D&D movie because it's all over the news. That qualifies because I, it'll it'll open a wider conversation. Um, did you see the Freaks and Geeks trailer for it? No. no. They had three of the cast members, you know, Martin K. Star. And I don't know, two of the other guys playing Dungeons and Dragons. But like, they look like they look today, obviously. They're like, man, when'd you get that beard? How long have we been playing this game? So that's like the the bit of the uh-huh. commercial. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and then they, they make some joke about, uh, you know, wouldn't it be cool if there was a D&D movie, a, a movie based on the game we just played or whatever. And they said, no, that'd be dumb. That would never work. And I think that was it. And then it said, you know, D&D in theaters or whatever. So 
That's pretty funny. I believe it's in our Discord server, so if you go over the Discord, you can see the link to uh, the commercial. I'm going to rush over there, I swear. Don't push, don't shove, folks. <sighs> now, wasn't there... Uh... Let's do this one. Do you hear this one at all? Feeling bad, fucking garbage! Why? Why? And now, Little bits. Big Little bits at the end. Rant. Bullshit. Bullshit, I say. The, the last bit really sticks in. Some of the other stuff kind of fades in and out, but the bullshit part really, like, yeah, that I pumps. Hear that one. <laughs> All right. You just hear bullshit. Um, Kev, was there a Hasbro D&D live stream you'd like to discuss? Yeah, so we had our um, Hasbro Pulse D and D live stream, uh, where they shared uh, the new D and D action figures. Um, the first thing they showed us was the dice, more dice slings. These are twenty sided pieces of plastic that transform into shitty versions of D and D creatures, and they showed I, a few more. I will say, in respect to that, I didn't hate those. They're not great, but you're I mean, a, you have a dice problem. That's why they're they're fucking tchotchkes. For the sake of being a tchotchke is fine. Yeah, but meanwhile, if I get a tchotchke action figure, yeah, but your tchotchke problem, your tchotchkes can fill an entire storage unit that some people don't even. That's someone's apartment in New York that you have full of tchotchkes. Okay, that's the difference. I'm saying I like no, them. The not I'm buying is... the set. That's the difference. The difference is uh, if dice were as collectible as action figures, we'd be talking about your motherfucking storage No, unit. but you know the great part is I walk by dice booths all the time and I don't buy them. You walk by every single toy booth and I guarantee you almost always walk away with something and you That's know I'm right. That's just not true. Yes, it is. I this... hardly I hardly buy anything in New York. Yes, because it's all okay. online. Online purchase. Uh, come on. No, 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 no. Scott, let him answer. Let him let him respond to that. The Do I buy a bunch of shit in New York? Yeah, because all overpriced. That, that's what was not the question. Yeah, you don't buy it. Sure. Okay. You no, so the fine, you don't buy no. no. You can let me finish. You don't buy toys okay. in New York. What you buy is eight different posters. And then you go to the Funko booth. This was about toys. Okay, listen. If you're, if you're, I don't go to the it, Funko booth unless someone brings me to the Funko booth. Yeah, and then you'll buy like nine Funkos and you'll come. Yeah, to flip. You know how much those stupid fuckos are worth? I I don't know. They're worth nothing in the unit. <laughs> now, they're in the unit. Soon, they'll be given. I thought the life. dice tchotchkes were fine. I like the mimic one. We can move on to the next thing. How many? How many of those are there now? I think wave two, there were three in wave two, which really one of them is just literally just the same one as before, but done in clear blue plastic. Yeah. The displacer beast. Yeah. And so I think maybe there's six now total. There was, or there, I think I remember there was the owl bear, the mimic, uh, the displacer and, and some dragon or some shit, right? So, yeah. I think, I think you're right. Let me say this is a objective third party. Maybe, maybe I don't know if I'm objective or not. They're, not, Probably not quality enough for a collector, right? They're kind of cheap. Yeah. 
they don't look that great when they're transformed. They're, you know, because they have to be able to. They don't look that great nice. either way. Either way. And yeah. You have to be a fucking Japanese engineer in order to fold them back up into a die. Once it's out, it's out. You'll never get it back. Um, and so, so I just feel like it's, and it's in the toy aisle, right? So it's not like any kids are going to buy those to play with them. It's for people who yeah. play D&D to go, oh, that's cool. It looks like a die and turns into a monster, right? I mean, so I don't, I just don't think the target audience, I don't think they have the right audience. I don't think it's, yeah. the, the the item itself, I just think is poorly conceived. Because I th- I only think the people best... that have a dice uh, finish like yeah. you, Sandwich, will. Well, e- even for me, the only one I would realistically get finish. would be the, the Mimic one. Because, like, at least that one semi makes sense. I, I do think the other ones are fucking garbage because they yeah. did look kind of bad. Yeah. But the Mimic one I liked. So I think that might have been, uh you know, making me uh, look at the line a little better. But I would never fucking get it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to go get it. Because, you know, it's fucking trans. I don't need more fucking Transformers. So during the live stream hosted by Emily, possibly the worst, most embarrassing face of Hasbro... Uh, this is the woman who runs both G.I. Joe and Dungeons and & Dragons. And it is clear to every person who has ever watched her on a stream, she knows nothing about neither. Um, it's really embarrassing. I mean, I, I really, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to, in a trade magazine, I'd love to take out a full page ad that says, Dear Hasbro, Emily is embarrassing you. And you are losing fans because of it. Because I'll be honest with you, I mean, it is they are really hard to watch. You know, I mean, really hard to watch. They also, in this stream, they showed five seconds of some board game being played. They also announced... The Yawning is, Portal. That was the Yawning game. Portal, yeah. They, five seconds of Yawning Portal, of which you saw zero gameplay. Something about, you, like, you're a chef or some shit. Yeah, you saw a bunch, you saw five or six sort of, I guess what Hasbro determines are geeks. Why? Because they wear glasses and have colored hair? You know, I'm not exactly sure what qualifies these people to, you know, to to do the job that they do. Anyway, I've and seen, they, and, I, oh wait, oh yeah, wait. They announced another game, like an escape game. Bedlam and Neverwinter. Yeah, they announced that shit, which I don't get. Is it a board game? Am, am I in an escape room? It's but one of it's those escape room board games. Yeah, those they're, those are popular. Basically, you can only play them once. Kind of a waste of money. Yeah, yeah what a waste. Yeah, and I was totally turned off by that. Um, and then they went into the, the figures. Um, and they announced three figures. You know, they re, you know, talked about the figures that have already been announced and those prototypes look nothing like the product nothing because the prototypes looked decent and then you got like that michelle rodriguez figure did you see an actual production version of the michelle rodriguez she looks like a michael rodriguez uh to me more than a michelle rodriguez uh, it was, it, it's, it, it's just a shame. Now, don't get me wrong. If those figures go on clearance and they will, I might pick them up simply because I'd love to have other sort of more decent figures like the monsters that they announced, which we'll get to a minute in a minute or 
The NECA figures, which are glorious, the two that have come out so far, War Duke and whoever the snake guy is, I forget his name, and and breaking news, while this show was getting ready to, to launch today, NECA dropped Strongheart and another D&D figure, I forget the character's name, another D&D figure uh, for pre-order. Now, these would be modern six-inch scale updates to the original action figure line from 1980. And um, I'm really excited. And I would love to have a Chris Pine or Michelle Rodriguez or that guy from that Netflix show that everybody was going on and on about because there was lots of sex in it. I can't remember the name of it. Period piece. Can't remember the name. Um, I'd love to have those figures for my NECA figures and the uh, the the monster figures to beat the hell up. So as to the monsters they announced, uh, they announced another owlbear, which is just a repaint of the white owlbear that we already got, but he's brown. His Basically his proper coloring, right? That was one. Displacer Beast, that was number two. Um, and then Xanathar, who is a beholder. Um, and I, I can't remember if they were saying Xanathar or if they were just saying he was a beholder. They're more impressed that he's a beholder and less interested in the fact that it's an actual character. And what makes him an actual character is he comes with his fish. Did you see that sandwich? Yes. Xanathar and the Displacer Beast are Hasbro Pulse exclusives, meaning you can only overpay for an exorbitant shipping uh, over at Hasbro Pulse. And they announced that the Owlbear was a GameStop exclusive, and then it dropped everywhere yesterday at 1 p.m. You can get it anywhere. Go, go to Big Bad Toy Store, anywhere that you like to go. It's everywhere. So that was another colossal fuck up by Hasbro. So there you go. Don't forget to talk about the Monopoly they announced. Oh, yes. you In conjunction with USAopoly, it's Dungeons and Dragons Monopoly. Oh, fuck you. That was the only part of the entire uh, presentation. I was like, huh, get D&D Monopoly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of six-inch scale monsters again. And because I got amazing NECA figures that are going to need some display pals. So I got no problem. And there's no doubt in my mind that those movie figures are going to go on clearance. They're already discounted at Amazon. So if you want some shitty figures from what I suspect is probably a funny yet not D and D at all movie, uh, you know, just wait around. Look, I'm gonna start keep an a, eye out. I'm gonna start a Kickstarter for my custom figure. Uh, it's a female. Her name is Peg Warmer. Peg Warmer. That's a good. We should do that. I mean, I think that would. I mean, that's that's. There's a guy I follow on Instagram. Uh, I think it's called Obvious Plant, and he just makes these like goofy. Wait, Obvious Plant? Yeah. Yeah. He makes some really awesome they they make some really awesome stuff, mm-hmm. but it is 
way expensive. Oh, I, I mean, I, I see him. Doesn't he go and don't they go and like put them like in the in the store just for people to see like to because it looks like a real product even though it's odd. No, all those things are for sale. Well, no, but I think that they go and put them in. I thought that like part of the joke was that they go and put them in stores for people to look at them and go, "What the hell is this?" But maybe not. They, they, oh, they actually know. sell those I, products. Never, I think they're only available on their site. Oh, all right. I mean, yeah, but they're they're really just funny little. They do. They have made some. Re- he's made some really interesting toys. Some are really funny, but there are some that are just really interesting. There was one, it was a set of three figures. I can't remember what it was called, but it was really funny. But I also saw it was like really expensive. But anyway, that aside, yeah, no, I, I yeah, obvious plant. You should definitely check those guys out. So anyway, yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of account that I think would make a peg warmer action figure. Um all right, well, anything else about the the DD figures and Hasbro garbage? No, well, I mean yet. only that. Only that. It's embarrassing. Hasbro. I just wonder that they don't understand how embarrassing Emily is. I mean, she is just an embarrassment. She knows nothing about what she's talking about, and it's so clear. And it's so like it's the presentation is so bad. But then you look at like. Marvel Legends presentation, you got Dan Yoon, you got, you know, uh, all those guys over there. And look, I, you know, I'm no, I'm no Marvel Legends enthusiast by any means, but they do really good presentations. You know what I mean? And it's just a shame. And I think it's true that those guys at least know what they're talking about. You know, Emily doesn't have a clue about what she's talking about. She doesn't know anything about D&D. You know, and she talks about, oh, I can't wait to get one for myself and my little... You know, that's another way you can also tell. Watch the gameplay footage again and count the number of times they say little when referring to things in the game. Oh, I'm going to get my little potion. I'm going to use my little thing and I'm going to... You know, and I'm going to grab my little piece here. And just it just is belittling, you know, because they don't have any idea of what the fuck they're talking about. And it's just it's embarrassing. And I just I just don't think Hasbro gets it. You know, they wonder why these things continue to get worse and worse. And then they allow that bullshit. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I think it's the price of D&D going mainstream. Is that now no, we have? <laughs> you know, no, I don't think it's. I think it's Hasbro is greedy fucks. One and two, they don't care about fans, and it's really obvious that they don't care about fans because they think that you know we'll put out any sort of shit with D and D on the package, and some dumbass will buy all of it. And it's not me. At least not to the long clearance. Definitely right. not me. I'm a completist on the role-playing game. That's true. I have a soft focus on action figures, but really ones that are updates of figures from when I was a kid, that's wholly uh, interesting to me. 
monsters that I can display with those and the shitty movie figures that I can, you know, also display getting slaughtered by War Duke. Yes, obviously I'm, I'm going to be interested in those on discount. And lastly, the animated series. Well, it's fucking done. As soon as the second wave comes out, it's over, Johnny. Nothing, Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! <laughs> no, you do turn it off because it's over. Now, over they, could, they could always come back with a with a Tiamat, though, right? I mean, For 50 I bucks. guess. I guess they could come back with a Tiamat. Well, if, if Venger, they won't. Venger's not on his horse. It's just Venger, right? He's not on yeah, his so they could so they could do a nightmare, except that that Venger will never ride anything, right? So, because he's a fucking traffic cone. Yeah, <laughs> but so with a head on top. If they, so it, it was fifty bucks for Venger and uh, and Dungeon Master, right? Dungeon Master. So yeah, just thinking about the amount of plastic, if they made a Tiamat, it would probably be like seventy five bucks, right? Let's make probably. a nice round one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. How much is it going to cost? Is it going to cost us what? 40, 50 bucks to make? 100. You know, like, and then you know sell what? Sell it for 100. We could say some of the heads move. <laughs> yeah, but if you bend it too hard, it snaps right off. And yeah, we'll, give, no, we'll, that... give, we'll, we'll give him two D10s and then we'll send it out. Yeah, that's it. There yeah, what's the cheapest piece of shit we can put in here instead of something someone has use for? Oh, yeah, let's put dice in. They'll love that shit. Don't give us another accessory. Throw in a die because a and d player, as you know, would never have too many dice. Right, Dom? And, and you, want a, you want a single die that doesn't match the rest of a set, right? You want completely, you know, you don't want yeah. the whole set of all the random, random. Random fucking dice. Oh, my God. It's so fucking sad. Anyway. Okay. That's so, all I so want to say about uh, that. Let's round out the segment here with uh, the movies actually got ninety-one uh, percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and eighty-nine percent uh, from the uh, critics' score. So it actually so, might be a decent movie. Who was the in the in the in the trailer that they showed during the fan stream? You know, they showed the the critic quotes. One of them said the best movie of the year. Did you find out, Scott, which asshole that was? I did not. Okay, because I want to find out who that guy was, and I want to flame the shit out of him on social media. Because I don't care if it was a good movie. Best movie of the year? Get the fuck out of here. I think the D&D movie, and I don't know if we ever expressed this, I thought in... It could be an okay adventure movie, but it was never going to be a good D and D movie. It's it's only a D and D movie in so much as they are talking about character races and character, you know, uh, classifications, and the monsters are all D and D. I mean, the, that's where it's D and D. The fucking druid tiefling is horseshit. They should at least fucking CGI her skin a different color. Isn't isn't that the same girl who played Pixie in? Uh, was it Pixie? I could be wrong about the name. In Eternals, I'm not sure. 
I don't I think, think it was. Was, was that her? I'm pretty sure that's her. You saw Eternals? Just kidding. What? I said you saw Eternals, but I'm just kidding. Of course I did. I actually liked Eternals. I love Eternals, but I liked it. They've also, I read an article the other day that says that they have absolutely cut loose Black Panther from, uh, not Black Panther, Black Knight from Mahershala Ali's Blade. So whatever was going to happen there, it ain't going to happen now. But supposedly there's an Eternals 2 movie in the works. Oh my goodness. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. I Did don't find think... her. Yeah, no, she it wasn't her. You what sure? From what I'm finding, it's not her. Well, who played that character in Eternals? The actress? Yeah. Okay, so so Sophia Lillis is the one who played the tiefling in this in this movie. She was in film wise like nothing. Eternals. She was in the It movies. She was in the Eternals. Oh, that's her. Okay. She was but Beverly she was not, in It. She wasn't in the Eternals. Huh. I thought they, for sure. They look the vaguely person. similar. I can sort of see it with the way tiny, they had haircut. Tiny pixie redhead? Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're fairly similar. Well, she's like a brunette. Not in the movie. Not in the movie. I'm saying like as a person. She, um, and yeah, so she's a tiefling. So what does she have? Two tiny horns? And and I I don't know if literally I just never saw it in the sh- in the movie, but now with the action figure, if you notice, she has like a tiny devil tail. So oh, now yeah. she has a tail and she has horns. Um, just fucking CGI her color. All right, if you're gonna make her turn to a whole fucking owl bear, you could spend however long it takes to just fucking give her like a tinge of like other color to make her look more like a fucking demon. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure every time I've ever seen a tiefling in any form of media, they look kind of like a demon. Because that's sort yep. of the point. Yep. But, what the fuck do I know? It's oh, I know. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. I guess the segment's over. Uh, did you have something else to add? Like, I can open it back up if you want. Uh, I'll add this. With that, uh, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode <laughs> 715. 16. The one we're calling The Cancel of Kang, maybe, to a break. Break. First and only break. And we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh, 
<clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line 201-730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real onset stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey, this is Ray Park, Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Check it out. TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-Foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. 
we recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. <laughs> Holy shit. We, we come back from break to sandwich cracking up at the thought of Kev and my demise. <laughs> Do we have a, a segment too that we can get through? Uh, sandwich I can tries to beat uh, Scott and I to the grave. <laughs> Sandwich beats. Okay, yeah. Segment two. Let's do. Let's do some. Uh, let's do a couple of uh, production casting news. Uh, how do you have you seen the the previews for Renfield? Yeah. Uh, apparently, Nicholas Cage uh, was method. He stated character like the whole time. Isn't that that. Oh yeah. Did he, he just fucking method at all times? I don't know if he's always method, but he sounds like he stayed in character yeah. on on the set of Renfield. Yeah, he did. He just sucked. <laughs> I get it. That's a good joke. That's really good. It works on many levels, Kev. I know. <laughs> You're proud of that. Actually, one. I actually I in part Kevin stole proud. that one from uh, from Triumph, the insult comic dog. When he was into, you can find this online. He's interviewing Bon Jovi, and Bon Jovi had just done that movie Vampires, <laughs> and he goes, "So I finally a role." That requires you to suck. <laughs> I miss Triumph. Triumph was. I the I best. do love Triumph. Yeah. Everybody has your different opinions, but I think he's funny as hell. Uh, let's see. Um, so Questlove is going to direct a live-action version of the Aristocats. So again, with the Disney taking animated features. Questlove. Questlove. Oh, okay. All right. I like the Aristocats. It's one of my favorite shows as a youngin. Yeah, well, shows you, movies. You'll get to see. I mean, again, programs. Is it live action? Programs. It's just like calling the Lion King version live action, right? Yeah. Was it live action? It's live it's action. CGI Filling. instead of. I think. I think the. They're probably going to go the Lady and the Tramp version of live live action, where it's live action for a bit of it. When they got to talk, then they'll throw some CGI on the screen. Yeah. Uh, what else? That's why the lady is a tramp. So you jumped right off Aristocats and straight into Lady and Tramp. Speaking of spaghetti, we can go back to we can ha- have more discussions of spaghetti and the Lady and the Tramp scene. Uh, what else? Uh, they're working on a documentary about Carl Sagan. 
Clint Eastwood's going to direct his final film of his career for Warner Brothers. And then we were talking before the show. What, what about, I mean, do they know, is it a Western? Please say yes. Let's see, what is, what is it going to be? Can't believe he's going to direct one more film at 99 years old or whatever he is now, 102. <laughs> Ever since Gran Torino, he stayed exclusively with Warner Brothers. Uh, on that note, let me say while you're looking that up, that today on Sideshow.com, part of their Clint Eastwood Legacy Collection, the uh, outlaw Josie Wales, one-sixth figure dropped. And this is the one I've been waiting for, and I did not order it. I don't know. It looks, I hate to say, it, it looks so. It looks so clean. You know what I mean? Like it looks really clean, and it's just it's bothering me. Like I'm sure I could take it, and mess it up, you know, weather it up, and and that kind of thing. But I don't know. It just looks all of them. They look so clean. Man with no name looks so clean that I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. I don't know. So yeah, I didn't get it. I mean. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think they're selling out. So it's not like, uh, oh, maybe Dirty Harry sold out. I don't know. But this is like the fourth or fifth one in the line. I think The Preacher was one. The Man With No Name was one. Dirty Harry. And I think Josie Wales is the current one. What movie was The Preacher from? Uh, uh, sh that wasn't Good, Bad, and the Ugly. It was a different one. I forget. Okay. Um, so it says one of the spaghetti westerns. One of those spaghetti westerns. But it, as for the plot of Clint Eastwood's final film, sources say he's working on a thriller currently titled Juror Number Two. So it does not sound like it is a western. Well, that's a damn shame. And he is approaching age ninety-three, as you said. So that's uh, he's getting up there. If you get a chance to get uh, Clint Eastwood's autograph or get a picture with him, you probably should do it. Yeah. So I was, I was, yeah. So as I said, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not out of the Josie Wheels house yet. Josie Wales house yet. Um, that's my favorite Eastwood film, by the way, or at least, you know, of the classics. Maybe I should say that. Um, and I haven't said no, absolutely yet, but I definitely didn't order it the moment it went up. Unlike those two D and D figures from the last segment, uh, Strongheart and, Whatever the other guy's name is. So there you go. Wait, Strongheart and what? What's the other guy now? The classic one, right? I forget. Look at look at Big Bad Toy Store right. or or NECA. Look at Big Bad Toy Store. They're probably easier to navigate than NECA store. All right. Now, we were talking about Ghostbusters uh, before before the show started today. So uh, Kamel Nanjiani and Patton Oswald are uh, added to the cast of the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. They, they, they set that mm -hmm. up to just. Where they can just pick up and make it. Pat Oswald and who? Uh, Camille Nanjiani. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Okay. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's very funny. And I liked him in uh, Kenobi. And I liked him in Hello Eternals. And I also liked him in Kenobi. Hello there. And I also liked him in The Big Sick. If you haven't seen that. That's semi-autobiographical. You can get it on... I think it's on Prime. Um, the story about him and his wife and how they met and got together and she got real. You, you should watch it. I don't want to blow it for yeah, you. Very good movie. He also, it's a very good movie. I, I didn't see it, but I guess he did a, uh, I think it was a Hulu limited series about the guy that like created Chippendales. 
Oh, I don't know. Which I mean, but again, it looked <laughs> it looked like an interesting period piece. What else is coming? I mean, obviously he was in uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, he's really been. I mean, he's been blowing up for a while, and I think yeah, he's gonna the be getting... big sick. I think is what broke him it because did. it's like it's his own story. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, uh, and Paul Dano's it. wife uh, plays his girlfriend in the movie. I always forget her name, but she's really, really talented. She's connected famously too, and I don't remember to whom. I don't know. Why don't you look that up? Paul Dano, wife, Zoe, girlfriend, Zoe, wife. Look that up. Um, what is it? Zoe Kazan. Oh yeah, Kazan. She's she's yeah she's part of the famous Kazan family. Is that so like they, Ilya Kazan's? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's his granddaughter actually. Yeah, I mean you, that that's pretty old Hollywood. <laughs> if you go back to Ilya I think Kazan. I think I'm right about that. Yeah, Ilya Kazan. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And Paul Dano is, you know, for those of you that live under a rock, he was the Riddler in the most recent Batman movie. He's been in a ton of shit. I really thought he was amazing in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Um, and honestly, I haven't seen him in something where I didn't like him. So um, I feel like he was one of the the friends. One of you can look this up. Was he in... Um, uh, what was that Jennifer Love Hewitt movie trying to be the breakfast club of that generation? Uh, can't hardly wait. Was he in that? Was he one of uh, the, 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 the kid who played Peter Pan's son in hook a little more grown up. And he's like, anyway, I'm not going to give you the whole plot of can't hardly wait, but I feel like he was in that movie. He was not. In that oh movie. no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. No, he was in the girl next door. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's with, the one in Pittsburgh. Uh, what's her name? Oh my God, she was incredibly gorgeous at that time. Um, shoot, I can't remember her is name. It, is it Alicia Cuthbert? Cuthbert. Yeah. I think yeah. Cuthbert. And then the only fan was in there too. The only fans? Your only fans? The page? Old, what? The the only fan. Oh, Timothy Olyphant. Tim, yeah. Tim and the Olyphant was the bad guy in the piece. Yeah, Bob Vanth. Oh, did, he was really good in it too. He's he's just good altogether. You know, speaking of Timothy Olyphant for for a minute. First of all, I do think that the next cosplay that I'm going to do is going to be Cobb Vanth, like after he loses his armor. Kind of kind of pretty easy, you know, just some brown pants, a red shirt, the uh, kind of scarf kind of thing, and then your hair's gray. And I, I kind of liked. It. I saw several of those at WonderCon this last weekend. Do you. Um... Um, Cobb Vanth has hair and no beard. No, I feel like he had a beard. Maybe the guy just he had. had a, maybe the guy, the, the cosplayer that I saw, maybe just had a beard. Maybe he had the beard. I thought he had a beard in, in Mando. Anyway, um, but that's gonna be my next cosplay. But um, did anybody anybody watched? I'm sure this is out of our genre. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. No, it's no. a Amazon Prime limited series based on a novel of the same name uh, about a fictional rock and roll group very much modeled after Fleetwood Mac. Um, and then, but he plays their manager, Timothy Oliphant. So just, I just finished watching that last night. Not bad, not bad. Comes around, takes little, little Did slow. anyone see Hitman? I never watched the Hitman movies. No, but, but and nobody, a, nobody I, I should. Watch it. Oh, I saw it. I, I have the, I have the, the joy slash embarrassment of having 
a Timothy Oliphant signed action figure. And of all the roles he's ever done, the figure I have signed is the Hitman action figure. And it's not even of him. It's just the video game. Like, it's just a video game figure. Because that's all there was at the time of Timothy Oliphant. I, I forgot he was even in that movie. Yeah, he was. So Jesus Christ. they are doing a, not a reboot, a continuation movie of Justified, Justified. also. So yeah. that should be coming out on FX soon, sooner rather than later. I've seen a couple, I've seen a few episodes of the first season, but that's it. That's one of those shows that I want to just sit down one day and watch and binge. It's, it's a great show. Uh, I mean, you know, you got Walton Goggins in there too, who is a fantastic actor. So you put those two guys together. And they, they manage to, you know, they do a good job of having, you know, the cop and the criminal and it works, but somehow the criminal never gets arrested so you can keep it going. They did a pretty good job of that. Um, so, yeah. And again, lots of the same people that were involved in like the shield and uh, sons of anarchy are involved in, in uh, justified. And then it's based on an Elmore Leonard uh, character. So uh, highly recommend justified really liked it. So looking forward to the, the continuation movie. So, and by the way, I did look. Cobb Vanth definitely has a beard in uh, in Mandalorian. Just so you know, and also hair. Yeah, well, yeah, better hair than me. I could put a wig on. I could put a wig on. It's cosplay. He doesn't wear glasses, or do I have to walk around like squinting at the convention if I'm going to do that? Yes. All right. You can wear contacts. <laughs> I can't wear contacts. Ugh, it'd kill me. Then walk around blind. Cobb Vanth is blind. <laughs> blind blind ass convent. So that's the benefit if you it, get a mask that you can wear your glasses under, it's great. It's a well see you could do your own personal take of blind Cobvanth. That's right. I'm <laughs> in the alternate universe where Cobvanth is blind. Um let's do this real quick. Geek stuff, Geek stuff. convention news. Oh so, so WonderCon was this past uh weekend and um you know, I, as usual I got to go to one day of of a Three-day con. I used to get to go to all the days, but now I've got responsibilities and stuff. So um, had a pretty good time. Got to check out the artists in Artist Alley. Uh, nothing. I don't have anything really big to report. I don't think there were any major uh, announcements or anything there. Um, but it was a fun time over in Anaheim, one of my favorite uh, conventions. If you were out at WonderCon, you can call us on the GVM line and tell us about your experience. 201 Two five four seven. You gotta you pause kept... after you say that so he can say it. Yeah, my fucking my, my programming got short circuited because you kept going. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of one of the <clears throat> one of my favorite conventions around is good old WonderCon in uh, Anaheim, California, right across the street from Disneyland. I think uh, celebration will be happening in London. I think it's next week. Yeah, but there's already some like the the, the preview stuff popping up a lot on. Uh, Fanta tracks on their Instagram and uh, and Twitter. So if you want to see what's going on over there in the in London, check out Fanta tracks, our friends of the show. And then supposedly there's some kind of convention in Honolulu this weekend. Is that on the Ooh. island you're on? No, no it's not, not Honolulu. right. So I was thinking about maybe popping over there, but I don't know. I mean, that's not like I, easy to do. That that involves. I really want to. Right? No, it's one flight, but you know, it's just it's a hassle. You know, I don't know. Do I want to be hassled all day? 
Ugh. Do you fly? This sounds silly because I just don't know. You don't fly like an actual airline. You fly in some guy's like skipper, right? No, it's a plane, you nerd. Well, I don't know because I didn't like know a hundred people is. on the plane. It's like twenty minutes the flight. Do you oh, fly Apple Wahani Kamehameha Gold? You mean Pulani Gold, sir? And I said I'm it right. Pulani Platinum. Sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Re- oh, I'm sorry. Apple Hami Kamehameha Vegeta Goku Platinum. <laughs> but do you fly like on a real i guess it's a real airline then like even though you're just going up and down essentially yes it is 100 percent commercial airlines and they don't have ferries like to, to go back and forth to protect the nope. sea life right i mean that's part of the, yeah. the reason right so it's not easy to get from island to island and, and it's not cheap either right What if you got no? It's it's not that bad. Okay. What if I what if I live on a separate island and my friend lives on another island? We gotta just pay for the transportation both ways. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. Yeah, that's why you don't make friends on another island. That's right. Or you get a kayak. <laughs> you know, you can't. It's too harsh. Too far. Yeah. Well, look on a map. How, how close is the closest island to you? Uh. It would be Nihau, and it would be I don't I don't know how far. I mean, you can see it from here, but that's it. Oh, so I, mean, I really don't a, know how far away it is. That's a long kayak, but you could kayak that. No, no. <laughs> Even if I had a motorboat, I don't think I would do that because I think it would be just take forever. The flight's twenty minutes. Just take the dumb plane. Yeah. <laughs> If I do it, I've been I've been seriously considering it because I can't go to celebration, uh, you know, and I I've been seriously considering it, but I I'm gonna try to make a decision one way or the other tonight. And, and you could uh, you could buy some toys that you could keep there with you in Hawaii that wouldn't have to be in the unit. In these islands, well, what makes you think there aren't toys here? No, but you could have more. You could buy more in toys. That you have I'm actually, islands. I'm getting ready to ship some of those toys to Sandwich. <laughs> so, live in these islands. You should send him that song so that he can use it for the outro. Please do. I, if there's a song I can use, I'll use it. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. Netflix. Scott Pilgrim Netflix anime series reunites the film's cast from Michael Sarah to Chris Evans. Yeah, all of them have come back and are going to voice the characters for the animated series. How many episodes? I think that's have? amazing. I imagine it didn't cost them much because aren't like none of them working right now. No, I mean it's I I I don't I don't imagine no who's not working in that group. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's doing something, isn't he? Chris Chris Evans is constantly working. Mary Mary Elizabeth Masterson, is that who that is? It's not Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead McGregor. She's married to you and McGregor. Just oh. had his son. Recently, a year ago. What what character does he play? He play who? Uh, you McGregor? Yeah. Oh, he plays uh, Renton, 
in train spotting. Train spotting, that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh who else is not working in there? Jason Schwartzman is is a filmmaker. So I'm pretty sure he's still working. I mean Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, right? So I mean they got some pretty a lot of those people have are, are in their prime right now. I, I, or at least working consistently. None of them are just like, let's find so-and-so living under a... Yeah, Brandon Ralph. <laughs> you know, even he's working. I mean, so, you know, it's not like CW no stuff. one's working. He was all over CW for a while there, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I, I mean, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is an amazing movie. It's very, very well done. Yep. And, and I mean... Every time it's on, it's like I just want to watch it just because it's so visually entertaining. It's just the way that they, the universe that they created for that movie is so well done. I, well, I guess they didn't create it for the movie. It comes from the, the graphic novel. But I mean, yeah, they, Brian they O'Malley is going to be uh, running the show on the animated series. Edgar Wright, who directed the movie, is going to be, uh, I think, executive producing. Um, and I think Brian O'Malley is probably a producer also. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got, they got all of the cast back together, which I think is a really, really good, good, good thing. Because, you know, if like, if that little Culkin bastard had opted out, uh, you, you know, then it would have been like, we got everyone except Kieran Culkin, you know, like, I mean, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have had the impact. So I think it's really great that they got them all back. Plus, if you're a fan of the movie, it's a nice reunion and you're getting sort of the longer version of the story with an animated series than you are going to get with the movie. So is it, I mean, go. there were lots of Scott Pilgrim books, right? Couldn't Six. It, couldn't it be another, is it another story or were those books nope. just the seven evil X's? No, nope, that that's the books? it. Nope. Just the six volumes and they're gonna, you know, that they're just going to, retell the story in animation okay well i think th there were more bits in the comic from what i remember like they might have gone true. more in depth with yeah they'll be able to do more of the in-depth things i mean um, a lot of you know there's six volumes and there are what seven deadly x's or evil x's yes, seven evil like that, x's yeah. whatever it is so the the point is is that it's a whole book to each x you know Till you get an X, you know what I mean, and all the interplay. They 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 did a wonderful job of summarizing it, but you know, with the animated series, they're going to be able to do a lot more character building and development, and so on and so forth. And they're going to be able to use some of those things, like Sandwich said, some of those bits from the books that they didn't get to use. Oh, so. that's exciting. So I think oh, my ahead, only Sam. slight my only slight beef is calling it an anime because i feel like anime is served for things made in japan but it is i mean it is all japanese animation but i don't think this is being made in japan though so this is my only point i think it, should... it is it's, being, made it's being animated in japan yes japan if you look at the article it says the company's doing both i think the music and the animation i think are both are japanese companies okay my apologies I was under the impression it was because I saw Netflix attached to it. I thought it was being made by Netflix. Well, Netflix ultimately is the one who is making it, but that's not who's they're distributing it. Yeah. You know, 
and then Brian O'Malley and whoever else is involved, Edgar Wright, those are the ones who are making it in conjunction with that animation studio that you can look up in the article, whatever they're called. I'm looking at that uh, right now. Yeah, so you can see. Now, Kev, Scott Pilgrim is one of your wheelhouses, yes? Mm, Yes. All right. Technically, yes. Okay, so tell me, in the... In the in the books, was it a, was it a graphic novel or was it a series of comic books? Comic book series. Series. Okay. Do the seven evil X's kind of come and go, or was it kind of one at a time, like it was in the movie? It's one in a uh, one at a time, like in the movie. The okay. movie was a great representation of the story of just all six. Done books, in of very all six. Con- yeah, but just done in a very condensed way. Okay, no, that, that's kind of what I wanted to know. Is I yeah. was thinking because there, you say there are six volumes. I'm thinking, oh, the movie was volume one, and they could technically make five more. No, 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 movies, no, no. The movie was... was the whole story, um, but in a condensed format, like a film would be. Okay, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think that that'll be awesome. Um, okay, speaking of anime, oh. uh, sandwich our resident anime expert. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Yes. Did I saying that right? How do you say it? You said it right. All right. So is that the one that there was recently the movie the movie that got released in theaters that we talked about? Is that the same? That was Demon Slayer. Oh, okay. So it's not the same. It's just not a... the same. Okay. Like Demon Slayer. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is another popular uh, new age anime. There's like errors of anime, so it's one of the newer uh, newer anime that have come out. So it's got a lot of hype. It had similar things where it also had movies released in theaters. Um, not recently it's had one, but that's just because it's been on a bit of a hiatus. Because the thing that a lot of anime do nowadays, which is great, in the not I'm saying like Rick and Morty, they'll release a season and then they'll wait like a year or two and then do another season because they're gonna go really high budget though. Like not saying Rick and Morty isn't budgeted, but you know what I mean. It's like we're gonna spend a lot of money on animation for this first season. And get people to love us, and then come back in like a year, so we can just do that cycle. Um, so Jujutsu Kaisen is lives in that space as well, where you know, um, really excellently animated and all that fun stuff. So yeah, that's coming back. I think the first season came out in like the end of twenty twenty. So I mean, it's been a while, and we haven't had much content, uh, since that. I think there was a movie that came out in the interim, but. Now getting that uh, season two to come out, so it's exciting. Also, fun fact: I looked up the studio that is animating uh, for Scott Pilgrim. Uh-huh. They did some of Star Wars Vision. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, okay. Star they Wars did Vision. some. Yeah. I don't know what they did. Two of those episodes. I don't know which two, but they did two of them. Okay, there you go. So for those of you who are uh, into the Star Wars Vision. They did two of them. Once again, I'm not that was concerned it's which also, one. So I'll look into that, but yeah, it's also you know Scott Pilgrim is considered American manga, so it's not a surprise that they choose to go the Japanese route because it's always been referred to as one of the American manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there you go. All right, uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's wrap up with a couple of things. Uh, remember, we talked last week about. Funko taking a tax write-off for $30 million worth of merchandise that they dumped yeah. into the landfill. I got a little behind the scenes on that, and apparently that $30 million of merchandise was in uh, storage containers in Arizona and melted. So it's not like they could have sold it. It was not that they just took perfectly good merchandise and trashed it. 
They just didn't okay. kind of let that part of the story help me. So, help me. So you get like a nice melted Funko. Yeah, I hope it was they, all the Terminator 2. They also, uh, Funko made the news again, I think, this week because they fired most of Mondo. Yes. And they kept the, I think they kept the record division and the action figure division. And I think they killed everybody else, which means, uh, does that mean Mondo posters are going away? Gone. Yep, gone. Which is a damn shame because that was a gold mine. Um, alternate movie posters and so on. I, I'm I'm just kind of shocked that they chose to get rid of that. If I was keeping two, it would have been posters and action figures, maybe cut records or keep three, um, you know, and get rid of all the other tchotchke shit that they're doing. Uh, I was really surprised, really, really surprised to hear that they cut uh, that division, so... I, there you the go. Hope you got a M- Mondo they, prints just went up extraordinarily in value because they, the company went under. They might try to keep posters around. Apparently, that was something that they even said in this article. I'm looking at from Variety. They're gonna try oh, to keep it around. We'll see. So you better buy them posters, or they're gonna kill that division. They sell out every time they put a poster up for sale. Ninety five percent of the time, it sells out within minutes. You know, it's not even like I, I, I have, I'm trying to even think if I have three Mondo posters, I don't even think I have three because they're so hard to, and there's like, I don't know, there's three dozen probably that I've wanted that I haven't gotten. The most recent one they did that I was so upset about missing. They did a, um, they did a crow one. This is probably a year ago, maybe two years ago. Um, that was amazing. It was brilliant. It should have been the movie poster. It was that good. I'm not even that big a fan of Crow. I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not that big a fan. And I was just beside myself that I did not get that poster. You know, so yeah, I mean, I mean, they really do excellent stuff. They made a lot of artists. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, it, it's it would be a damn shame if they if they get rid of the the print part of their business now that said their six inch or their 12 inch action figure stuff like that fucking he-man and battle cat like if i didn't get a decent representation he-man and battle cat right before that shit happened i probably would have at least considered popping for that he-man and that battle cat because that thing is glorious I mean, it's glorious. What a huge, brilliant piece of plastic, both on both counts. Um, you know, again, not a He-Man fan, but a good toy is a good toy. A good representative toy is even better. I want to see that quoted on the back of the box. Quote, what a huge, glorious piece of plastic. Big Kev, Geek Stuff TNG. I would, I would, I would offer that quote for the package, <laughs> but we, we won't make it. And with that, well, we will bring this episode. Let's do, let's do the social medias first. Don't forget okay. to uh, follow the show on the social medias, right? Geek Stuff TNG and all of those places. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Um, go to Patreon and support the show for a dollar a month. You can be part of the Discord server for $3 a month. You get the early bird special. $5 a month, you get the vintage episodes of Big Cubs Geek Stuff and Sandwich Shops when Sandwich does them. And for $10 a month, you can watch us live here on uh, Instagram Live as we record the show, typically on Friday nights. Tonight, it is Thursday night. And I will also say you can find me on the Instagrams and the Twitters as Scott P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. I'm Big Kev GS on uh, Xbox and particularly um, Fortnite and BK Geek stuff everywhere else. Are we playing tonight, Sandwich? Well, I gotta eat dinner, so I'm gonna be a little while. So I gotta eat and shit. You know, come on. Can you, can't you, like, eat and play at the same time? I do it all the time. Yeah, but I have to go downstairs and eat. It's a roast beef. I can't just eat that up here. It's like I got, like, an hour and, like, maybe an hour and a half. Just just not on the roast beef. Just have it in your mouth. Just chewing it while you're playing. Yeah, what's wrong with that? No. I can leave here, like, 4.30 my time. I got, like, an hour. I, I, I got to eat, like, an animal if you want to play games. Oh, Really? And how is that different than you normally eat? Well, with, I, I don't get food on me with I'm some kind of fucking savage. I might look like one about you. You like can one. just, you know, you take a few bites, you kill a few guys, you take a few bites. That's what I do. No. That's what I do. Hey, Kev, oh, you do. Back, back to the anime for just a sec. We were talking anime here over in the nice. Discord. Vicious one. Smith wants to know if you've ever seen any other anime other than Princess Mononoke. He's asking me that? He, he, just, he listens to this show. He should know the answer. No, to that he, just wanted, he mentioned some other uh, hand animated uh, anime like Your Name, Spirited Away, The Tales of Princess. No, Spirited Away is terrible. Uh, what else? Go, yeah. What? What? Spirited What'd Away you just say? is terrible. Oh, your entire opinion just got discredited just by saying that right there. Oh, what? I like Princess Mononoke. I like Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. I like a lot of the late films, like Up on Poppy Hill and uh, some of those. I think Graveyard of the Fireflies is really good, Listen, although it's not Miyazaki. You, you could say that Spirit Away isn't your favorite. You could say you don't even care for it. You say it's bad. It's bad. It's just blasphemous storytelling. Okay. It's bad storytelling. Now, now those, I'm not playing those, Fortnite with you tonight. Are those older? Yeah, I know. You just, you don't care. You don't care. You're just looking for a reason not to play one. Fortnite with me. Oh, oh my, so uh, suddenly now my opinion of Spirited Away is what's going to prevent us from playing together. Great. Good enough. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Wrap it up. Take us to a close. And with that, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Nope. We will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 715, the one we're calling the Cancel of Kang, maybe, to a close, the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, Pete Warner. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
right back there for Big Kev's Geek Stuff, huh? Just like when you say the GVM line. 201-730-2547. It's over, Johnny. Nothing is over! Nothing is over! Nothing! Nothing! 
You know, just turn it off. Nothing is over. Nothing. Nothing. You just don't, you don't turn just it off. Turn it off. All right. Hey. All right. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.